Sixto. There could not be a better name. I love the names on this team. They have Sixto Sanchez, and they have my favorite name probably in baseball right now, Jazz Chisel. To win a championship, not only do you need great players on the court, but you need good chemistry, which takes time to develop. It's it's weird how the dynamic works between sports. But Showing emotion in baseball is terrible and should never be uh, in the game. Blame Luke Walton for that. They have a lot of young players that I believe can really excel in this league. Corey Perry will give some veteran presence to the Canadians and to just help give some insights on what he did last year. Justin Fields is a all-time all talent and uh, we definitely need to take into consideration his health. This was a trade that the Senators really hoping would work out as Matt Murray has uh, won the cup two times. Uh, even though this is Mr. Irrelevant, he may be Mr. Playing Time after this season's over. It's just amazing, and I don't care what the Red Sox got for trading Mookie Betts and David Price, the Dodgers, in my opinion, win it. I don't have to see what players they gave up. Uh, Charlie McAvoy is also, is, I think, a Norris contender, a top-five Norris contender this year. When Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones make jokes about not valuing the safety position, well, we can make jokes about you not being in Super Bowl for 20-something years, but... I feel like Luca will take that next step, and if he can get a three-ball consistently around 35%, I feel like they could become a contender. This goes to show the, off the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up. And when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. Yeah, I was impressed by their game. Braden Point, Andre Pilat, uh, Nikita Kucherov, that was the best line in the playoffs, no doubt. What's up, everyone? This is Justin Goldman from the Goalie Guild and Lift the Mask, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Austin and Kevin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our 55th episode. Make sure to check out our 54th episode, which was MLB Power Rankings, the, the first ever in our history. Also, make sure to check out our sixth interview, where we interviewed a man of many talents, Justin Goldman. Just heard the new intro. I I, I can't name all the talents he has off my head, so make sure to go check out the interview where you'll listen to the intro. It was really a great interview, and it was great getting to know Justin. So we appreciate him, and make sure to go check out that interview. Now we will be doing an NHL playoffs preview. Disclaimer, this is not our predictions. That will be in a separate episode. This is just a preview of the games, head-to-head, -head, last 10 um, for each team, and then some key injuries. So I will let Austin start off his thoughts on the Penguins versus the Islanders. Yeah, so this should be a close series. Uh, Barry Trotz is a, an accomplished coach who's already won a Stanley Cup before in 2018, and the Penguins obviously won in uh, 2016 and 2017. Uh, so there's a lot of familiarity there between Barry Trotz and the Penguins, but the Islanders in their last seven have not been good. Another disclaimer, we are combining overtime slash shootout losses with regular losses because in the playoffs, it does not matter if you lose in the overtime or not. It just is a loss. So the Islanders are three and seven in their last 10. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, the Islanders, even though the East is really competitive, this will be competitive, but... You want to start, you want to head into the playoffs, no matter the sport, um, on a hot streak. And the Penguins are doing that. And the Islanders are definitely not doing that. As you mentioned, only three wins and seven losses in their last 10. And then um, 
the Penguins also have a head-to-head of six to two versus um, the Island Islanders, and I think also the Penguins have more determination as they are listed as Stanley or Cup or bust. They are one of our teams just because Crosby's starting to get older. While he can still play, it's just you want to get as many trophies as you can. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, 100%. And another person to name is Evgeny Malkin. He's kind of taking a little bit of a step back. They also got Jeff Carter, who's another older player, um, uh, who I think scored four goals in a game and a couple games ago, which is really cool. Um, rare feat, especially for his age. But um, another thing that we failed to mention was the last 10 for the Penguins is 8-2. and two. And with that 6-2 and two, uh, head-to-head record, uh, um, it just looks like the Penguins have uh, all the momentum currently. Um, there's no key injuries for either team besides uh, Anders Lee, who I think is out for the season. Let me just check this. You, we didn't write it down. Yeah, but I'm not I'll, I'll talk about the Jeff Carter uh, four-game, four-goal performance. It was against the Buffalo Sabres, and it was about a week ago. So um, <laughs> just another reason heading in. You got Jeff Carter, the older guy, four-goal performance week ago, about a week ago. So... It's definitely he's starting to heat up at the right moment and he was I believe a trade deadline um acquisition so doing hope they are penguins are hoping that they can get more from him any updates on your search trying to find it trying to find it uh just give me two more seconds and I should right. should be able to find it um I'm this pretty sure he's moment. out for the year as I think he tore his ACL um yes Andrews Lee We'll miss the rest of the season, and Ross Johnston is out for the uh, is on injured reserve. So both of those guys are out. Anders leads the captain. Um, he definitely was a catalyst for this team in the playoffs last year, and I think that's why they're three and seven in their last ten. Uh, so that definitely will be a downgrade. Whoever does step in for him. Yeah, um, very true. It's going to be a tough uphill battle for the Islanders, but a great series to watch for the fans. Now we head to the Capitals versus the Bruins. Capitals in their last ten or seven. And seven and three Bruins are six and four a little bit better um, a lot closer together and this makes sense because they're uh, the two and three seed so would be more competitive they're head to head head to head score is also four to four so definitely going to be a much closer series um, but the East division it's always going to be close for um, for this moment and now I'll let Austin um, talk about his favorite team yeah so if you guys didn't know the boston bruins are my favorite team in hockey uh ever since i really got into hockey i've always been a boston bruins fan um and it's looking good this year um injuries shouldn't be too much of an issue and since we picked up taylor hall i think our secondary scoring has definitely improved um but the zadano chara does play for the uh, washington capitals that will be something to look out for as he's a defenseman and should know a good bit about the scheme for the boston bruins as he played for them for a number of uh, seasons um, as you said, this is going to be a very intense, close series where Tom Wilson's probably going to get a couple fights because not many people like him, uh, at least of the players, um, because of the hits that he does put on to some uh, people. Um, but I definitely anticipate this to be a great series. Um, I could see it going six or seven, but this isn't the predictions. Um, but like uh, the East is the best division this year, and it's really proven, and um, this should be one of the best series that we've watched in the first round. Very high remarks on the East Division, but I agree with you there. So I think we can move on to the next team. Now we go into the Central Division. 
sadly the stars did not get the fourth uh, seed and the predators got the fourth seed and the hurricanes last 10 are five and five and because the stars couldn't make it the predators played so well in their last 10 seven to three and the head-to-head um, between these two teams are six and two versus the hurricanes but um I believe one of those wins came very um, just a few days ago because that's what sealed the Stars' fate um, with the Predators beating the Hurricanes. So it's definitely going to be, I don't know if it's going to be close, but um, it should be a good series. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so the Predators were actually uh, had lost every game this year until early, uh, late this season when the last two games came around. And like Kevin just said, they, uh, the Hurricanes lead this series 6-2. to two. Um, Those two losses came in the last two games of the season. Um, so the Predators uh, still on a hot streak, as you said. They've won seven of their last ten games, um, while the Hurricanes have uh, struggled a little bit as they're 5-5, five and five, which isn't the greatest. And they lost twice to the uh, Predators at the end of the season. So um, I think this may be closer than people anticipate. Um, uh, Saros has played amazing to, uh, as a goaltender. But uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens as uh, the Predators at the beginning of the season were really down and out. They really did not look like they had a chance of making it. It really looked like it was a Blackhawks versus Stars battle for that four seed, and it, that's not how it turned out. The Predators got there, so um, we'll have to see what they're gonna do. They obviously have Roman Yossi, who's won the Norris last season and uh, has played very impressively at the tail end of this year. So I definitely think it's gonna be a good series. Yeah, it definitely will, and then. A closer. This should be a closer series because these are the teams that are really leading the way at the beginning, but they've kind of slowed down. And that is the Panthers versus the Lightning. Panthers are eight and two in their last ten, so they're starting to heat up. Lightning are six and four, so the Panthers have a little bit more of an edge. And then the head-to-head is um, five to three for the Panthers. And one key injuries there are a lot, but I'm just going to talk about the Panthers. Ekblad, who is just um, playing incredible this season, got injured. That's not a new thing. But their replacement, Sam Bennett, um, who they re- they got at the trade deadline, has been injured, and he is going to miss Monday's game, which could be a pivotal game in this series. So, And then you have G- uh, Gaudreau for the Lightning, um, the right uh, right winger. So what are your thoughts on this series? Yeah, so the Panthers have really been a great story throughout this season. Um, I've been impressed by their additions and uh, how Carter Verhage, who played for the Lightning last season, um, has played this year in his step in. Uh, Patrick Hornfist, who last year uh, played for the the Penguins and has now stepped into a bigger role. Like you said, Sam Bennett, who played last year in Calgary in the playoffs. Um, he will be out, but I anticipate him to have a huge impact on this game uh, or this series, I should say. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be good. These were obviously two teams vying for the one seed that didn't get it because the Hurricanes passed them. But I definitely anticipate uh, this to be a, a, a flat-out series as these two teams ended off the regular season facing each other. And I think Predators took both games, and that's how they got the two seed. Yeah, I believe you're right on that. Um, now the next series is is the Maple Leafs versus the Canadians. I don't think this one's going to be close. Maple Leafs are just on a tear offensively. And... So, and the Maple Leafs are seven and three in their last ten, while the Canadians are four and six. Also, in head to head, same record. Maple Leafs are seven and three um, versus the Canadians. 
Maple Leafs are definitely trying to go all the way. Um, I think they have the poten potential to, but this isn't a predictions video, so make sure to uh, keep um, following us when we do our predictions. But um, what are your thoughts on the Maple Leafs versus the Canadians? Yeah, so I wouldn't call the Canadians out of it. We've seen Carey Price steal a series or two before, and uh, they can go on a run. They also have Corey Perry, Tyra Toffoli, uh, Josh Anderson, um, and one other player, I can't remember his name, who went up with the Blackhawks. Well, all these guys are in their first year um, with the team, and they should bring some sense of experience with their young uh, core players. I'm really interested to see how this team adjusts to the Maple Leafs' high-intensity offense, as uh, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner have really been unstoppable this season, uh, scoring-wise. And the only way that the Canadians will have a chance is if they can use uh, Carey Price to their advantage and uh, continue to do well. But like you said, it's just in the predictions video. Uh, the Maple Leafs definitely have the advantage. And since there are no real key injuries to mention, um, I think the, uh, this is going to be a fought-out series. Uh, here is a fun fact for all of you that are listening. Every time the Maple Leafs and Canadians have played each other in the playoffs, the winner has won the cup. That is something to watch out for. We'll see if that streak continues. Um, and it's obviously been a while since it's happened, uh, since either either team, the last Canadian team to win a cup was in 1993 when the Montreal Canadiens did it. Um, so we'll have to see if that streak continues or uh, whether or not can, another, Canadi another Canadian team can win as it's been 20, uh, this would be the 28th season without it. Wow. That's some nice little trivia uh, given to us by Austin. Uh, reminds me of our baseball trivia with Miami Marlins. Um, every time until this past year, uh, they we, were. In the we won't. Card. We won't they count won that, watch. Kevin. We'll we won't count that because they were. They were. They were below the top five. But we, we'll say. We'll say that that one doesn't count. Twenty twenty was a weird year. Or it goes into the gray area. Yeah, gray. yeah, yeah. We'll put it there. Um, because make sure to talk to our MLB or listen to our MLB power rankings where we talk about the gray area. But let's get back to NHL hockey. And now we go to the Oilers versus the Jets. Last 10, Oilers are 8-2. Jets are the reverse, 2-8 and eight in their last 10. And then head-to-head, -head, Oilers are 7-2 are against the Jets. So this should be a more competitive one because they are the 2-3 and three seed. But... Um, the Jets definitely are not heading into it um, on a hot start. They're, they've cooled off with only getting two wins and having eight losses, while the Oilers are definitely hot. And the Oilers um, definitely um, are a team to look out for. What are your thoughts on uh, this series? Yeah, so I think this series may be more of a blowout than the other one, but we'll have to see what happens. And again, it's in the prediction, so I'm not going to tell my pick. Um, but another fun fact, Connor McDavid this season has had more three-point games than no-point games, which is insane. And he's definitely been on a tear this season, and the Jets struggle on defense, um, which is not a great pairing when you go against Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. So with the Jets not having the best defensemen and uh, no key injuries really to mention, it's going to have to be a crazy run by Connor Hellebuck to give them a chance. However, He's a, he won the Vesna last year, and I wouldn't uh, hold him against it. And you mentioned def uh, defense, just going back to the trade deadline. The Jets tried to add more depth and getting uh, by getting Jordy Ben 
from the Canucks, so maybe he can help. Or when you're going against Connor McDavid, it's a tough task for anyone. But I think we can move on to the Avalanche and the Blues. This is definitely, um, I think they just played each other a few days ago. Uh, I'm not sure about double. I'll double check that. But the Avalanche in their last ten are eight and two, while the Blues are six and four. And head to head, Avalanche are five and three. So, what are your thoughts on this series? Yeah. So obviously, the Blues won a championship in 2019, and are seeking to find some of the magic that happened then. But this Avalanche team is definitely on a mission. Um, it's been impressive to see what they did as they had to win their last two games to, to clinch uh, the President's Trophy, which means that they do have home field or home ice advantage, I believe, for the rest of the playoffs. I don't know how it's going to work this year because of how this thing's playoff set up. I don't know who has the higher seed if it's based on points because every team only played against teams in their division. I'll have to check up on my facts and I'll get it to you. Uh, by the next when when I do my predictions, so like it can have impacted, but definitely the Avalanche have played like a top three team this year, and I uh, even though a hot Blues team is in their way, the Avalanche are five and three against the Blues, and uh, while this may be a good series, it's definitely going to be a tough one for the Blues. Yeah, I was wrong about uh, the St. Louis Blues uh, and the Avalanche playing recently. They haven't played since Monday, April twenty sixth, so about 20 days off on that one. So definitely, um, definitely agree with you there on the avalanche um, are definitely in it to prove because last year they came so close in pulling off the comeback against the Dallas stars until Yoel Kiviranta um, had his hat trick in game seven um, injuries halted them there and um, just great play from the stars then. The, so that is something they're definitely trying to get um, to the cup because they are, I know, I think they are the top in odds in Las Vegas to win the cup. Um, so, but I think we can go to the next team. So the next team final series is the golden Knights versus the wild golden Knights in their last 10 are seven to three. And the Wild are just five and five, and the Wild are actually um, better in head-to-head with a five and three record. What are your thoughts on this series? Yeah, so it just seems like Vegas can beat every team this year except for the Wild, as you said. The Wild have a winning record, which I think is the only team that has a winning record against uh, Vegas this year. I wouldn't be surprised if Colorado also holds that banner, but. Uh, I don't believe that's true. I actually check while you mention uh, what you think about this series. Yeah, so the Colorado Avalanche are the best team in odds in Las Vegas if you're a betting person. And then the Vegas Golden Knights are second. And it's definitely the Golden Knights are also trying to prove themselves. They have yet to win a Stan- uh, Stanley Cup in their history, even though the first season they made it there when they lost to the Capitals. And they've definitely made some trades um, to get Yanmark. Wild are also a tough team. They have Kaprizov, um, the rookie sensation, who's most likely um, going to win uh, the trophy um, for rookie of the year. Calder. Uh, the Calder trophy. Thank you, um, Austin, for helping me out on that one. So um, it's definitely going to be a good series because even though we've mentioned the East is the best um uh, division 
was the best division because I don't think they're going to have these alignments again. I think the West was a tough second, even though I think you could argue about the fourth spot, but definitely having the Avalanche and the Golden Knights in the same division makes it really tough. So that's why I say they're the second best division or was the second best division this year, Um, but definitely a good series. Any more thoughts? Yeah, so I just checked up. The Wild was the only team this year to have a winning record against Vegas. Um, the next closest was Colorado with a 4-4 four and four record. Uh, they tied that series. Um, so the Wild were the only one to uh, have a winning per- uh, winning point percentage against them, which is definitely something to note as these teams are playing in the first round of the playoffs. Um, the Wild are another team that has not won a Stanley Cup ever. Um, they're, they're a team that used to be in Minnesota. Uh, the North Stars, now the Dallas Stars, have won one in 1999, but that doesn't count, I guess. <laughs> but uh, the Wild are definitely a team that stepped up this year. We weren't anticipating them to be as good as they were. And uh, for them to be a top three seed in a very tough division, as you said. Uh, and they had 75 points this year. They had a 35-16-5 record, which is really impressive. Um, there were three teams at the top of this division that were definitely above the rest of the, the bottom five. Um, the Wild were actually closer to the two seed than, you, than most people anticipated. And I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, Kaprizov and the rest of this crew, Jordan Greenway, who doesn't get enough props. Um, he definitely is somebody who needs to be mentioned more. Uh, I definitely think this is going to be a great series, and I'm interested to see um, how much uh, Kaprizov can impact the game as a rookie. Yeah, and uh, we will see um, that shortly. And now I believe that concludes our pre- playoffs preview for the NHL. Make sure to check out our last episode where we did MLB power rankings and then our next episode will be our NHL playoff predictions episode so we've given you a little preview now we're going to make our own predictions Austin now will be facing off once again maybe I can steal um, a playoffs win against Austin who knows so make sure to check that out also make sure to check out our interview with Justin Goldman one talent of his though is he is the emergency backup goalie for the avalanche So we talked a little bit about the Avalanche and the Stars Game 7 in our interview. So make sure to check that out. And thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions. 